We have officially passed the quarter mark of the season. So it's report card time. Let's grade the 2023 Yankees so far. You are Locked On Yankees, your daily New York Yankees podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Yankees, which is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And thank you for making us your first listen every day. I'm Stacey Gotsoulias, and this episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. With me, as always, is my producer, Steve Granado. Steve, what's going on? Hey, what's up, Stace? Today... We have a preview of the Orioles series, which, of course, starts here tonight. Three games set beginning tonight. Uh, we also have our best and worst moments of the season thus far. Like you said, Stacey, we passed the 25% threshold. We're actually 30% of the way into the season as of this record. So we wanted to pick our early best and worst moments. So the first two months of the season, essentially. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But first, the grades. So, Stacey, we did this way early on in the season we were a week into the year uh when we did this so we're going to compare how we felt then versus how we feel now we're going to go through all the same categories offense starting pitching bullpen defense and also which we didn't do last time stacy let's talk a little bit about how aaron boone and the coaching staff have done we didn't hand out grades then it was way too early to give them a grade yeah uh, but i feel like we have a decent understanding of how this coaching staff acts we could also maybe throw in a little bit of um, front office, how mm -hmm. they handled things so far. Mm -hmm. But let's go ahead and start at the top. Let's start with offense. Stacy. last time you gave the offense a week into the season a B-. minus. Where are you at now? I would say a solid A-. minus. <laughs> a-, minus. wow. Even considering that two-week struggle stretch. Yes. I almost said a B plus, but I'm thinking like a really low A minus, like a 90, like a, a 90, like yeah. a flat 90, like a flat 90. <laughs> Last time I gave it a C plus mm -hmm. the Yankees at that time were kind of winning by one run, you know, like those three, one games, four, one games. I'm going to say, I'm going to go B minus mm. considering <laughs> that two week lull. Okay. Considering that. If Bader and Judge and Stanton are not in the lineup, there is not really a ton to pick up the slack. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I I still think their offense, as good as it is right now, mm. as a whole, has not really done a good job this season. Yeah. Starting pitching, Stacy. Last time you gave it a B plus. I feel like this might be lower now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say B minus. B minus. So you dropped yeah. it a letter and a half or yeah, whatever, however that works. I was mm -hmm. bad at grades, clearly. Yeah. Uh, B minus. Why B minus? Um, I just, you know, Cole's kind of floundering a bit there, just a little bit. Nestor was floundering a little bit there. And I feel like the guys that they were hoping would be better haven't gotten that much better. And I don't know. I feel like B minus is fair to give to them right now. As it stands. So you, yeah. You went B plus first. Now you're at a B minus. Because when we were first grading it, it was like literally a weekend and it was like, oh, it was okay, literally one turn through the rotation. Yeah. yeah. It was like, okay, they're okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last time I gave it a flat B. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, this feels harsh mm. because you kind of have some push and pull. 
I'll get to that in a second, but I'm going to go C+. Mm. I think with the slight downturn that Garrett Cole has had from April into May, and but with the slight proliferation of Domingo Herman, right. that semi-balances out, but Clark Schmidt has still f- – he's been better, but has been essentially the same pitcher all season. Um, so I'm going to go C+. Plus. That all this comes with the caveats of the amount of injuries the uh, the uh, Yankees have dealt with this season, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna go C plus here. I think Garrett Cole needs to turn it back on to get it back to a B, a flat yeah. B. We'll yeah. see that here tonight. Of course, we'll preview that later on in the show. Uh, but yeah, we'll see how Savvy does. And I think what also knocks it back down is Domingo getting the the ban. Yeah, that doesn't help. That does that doesn't help at all. <laughs> Stacy bullpen. Last time we both gave it a B. Yeah. I would say they're very strong, A minus, almost an A. Wow. Mm-hmm. They've been unbelievable that, lately. <laughs> there were the slight meltdowns of Clay Holmes. Mm-hmm. Some inconsistencies from Ron Marinaccio. Uh, Ian Hamilton, who is obviously injured right now, has been a complete godsend. Last time we did this, Ian Hamilton was not on the Major League Rust. Or was he? <laughs> I don't even know if he had pit- maybe pitched one time at that point. Yeah, I'm trying we to had, remember. We were like, who's Ian Hamilton? Right. <laughs> Just because uh, they're the best bullpen in the league right now, and I feel like an A- minus yeah. is, I think that's right for them. The closer role is obviously still in flux. Mm-hmm. And we have seen that uh, Wandy has been there at some points. Sometimes it's been Clay. Sometimes it's been Michael King. So there's still lots to figure out there. Jimmy Cordero's been nice. Mm-hmm. Albert Abreu when he doesn't have inherited runners. <laughs> yeah. So there are obviously some improvements. I'm going to go up to a B plus. Hmm. Okay. That's fair. I am fair. I am fairly confident when Boone points to the pen. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It almost, not that it feels completely shocking when someone melts down, but it, it kind of is in a way because you feel like, all right, he's going to the bullpen. This should be okay. And when something bad happens, you think, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. It might be more the management of it mm-hmm. that <laughs> makes it drop down from an A to a B plus for me. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to Boone in the, in the staff in a second. <laughs> defense, Stacy. Last time we had glowing reviews. The defense has <laughs> faltered recently. You gave it an A minus a week into the season. Has that changed? Yes. Yes. I would say it's more like a solid B just because some guys are going through some stuff and I feel like really it's, it dropped a full uh almost a full grade <laughs> it's like a yeah, low b I, almost like a b minus but a low b wow so you fell pretty hard on that then like yeah like an 83 i would say <laughs> wow you fell pretty hard yeah because at, at that point in the season there was one mistake from volpe mm-hmm. he had obviously what it was like three games in a row at one point had an error glaber's been tough defensively the yankees catching situation with runners has not been good overall this season yeah See if Rortvet changes that. I don't fully anticipate that. The Rail Riders last season as a whole also weren't very good. You know what I realized? We, we forgot to talk about Rortvet on <laughs> Monday's episode. We were talking well, about. Well, that's just par for the course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, no, I think we did talk about him. Did I we? Like we? I don't did. think. I don't know. I don't think we did. I think we forgot. Uh, maybe, about maybe I think we did before we recorded. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nevertheless. <laughs> you get, so you're saying B minus? Are you going B minus or B? B. Yeah, B. Okay, B. so you're like 83.5. Yeah. <laughs> Just above a B minus. Yeah. I'm going to stay right there with you as B. I 
Yeah, because I was an A last time. I was a hard A, like 95. <laughs> I'm going to go, yeah, I'll give it an 84. Because I mean, we're also looking at full body of work. Right. There's a little recency bias playing into this. True. First month, I had like no problems. Yeah. Uh, it's just like the last like two, three weeks. Yeah. But but I also feel like the return of Harrison Bader kind of bumps them up a little bit just yes. from having him in the outfield. It's the outfield so much better now. I'm more worried about the infield defense just because of the way they've performed recently, yeah. like you said, because oof, Toronto was rough. <laughs> yeah, that was a rough series. Uh, <laughs> the Yankees haven't gotten better or worse in left field defensively. Right. Jake Powers, I mean, he's not really a left fielder. Like he's a right fielder and a first baseman, to be to be real. But that's where they have him playing right now. Mm -hmm. uh, that's just how it is. That's just how it is for me. Uh, our last one, Stacy. We obviously again did not do this last time, so <laughs> I feel like this is interesting. I'll, again, I'll, maybe we give two grades. Okay. I don't know. What, handle this how you see fit. Okay. The Aaron Boone and coaching staff grade. Where are you going with this? And do you do you want to lump in front office here? No, I'll do front office separately. Okay. So okay. where are you at with Boone and the rest of the staff? This is a toughie. This is tough. Because hmm. Boone has made mistakes that have cost a couple of games. Right. Which is bringing the grade down. <laughs> yeah. But considering, consider this, how he has had to handle the roster. Right. There was a lot of things in flux there. How yeah. he is now managing, and this is part front office, how he's managing the Domingo Horman situation now. Mm -hmm. B minus. B minus. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm I know, right there with I, you. I, I, oh, okay. I thought you were going to say I was right being too tough. <laughs> because no, because he has he has cost in my mind at least one game. Yeah. At least one, if not two. Right. That's yeah. not terrible. He, to his credit, got Volpe in that leadoff spot for a while. That was working. Glaber in the leadoff spot is starting to work a little bit. He handled the judge situation. He has limited, had limited Hicks's time as much as he could. Yeah. He has used IKF about as best as you possibly can. It's really just the bullpen management for me. Yeah, true. And also, I mean, you know, they didn't anticipate going into this season with three-fifths of the starting rotation yeah. injured. So he's so. done a fair, I think he's done a fair job. I think he gets more criticism than is warranted, mm -hmm. but it doesn't mean all criticism is warranted. It right. is not warranted. Right. That's true too. As far as the rest of the coaching staff, um, maybe there needs to be something figured out defensively here. Yeah. And why they're getting worse defensively. Yeah. They've done a good job of getting out of this team slump offensively. Um, and they've done a good job with Clay Holmes recently. That's true. Of getting him back on track. And they have so, so many coaches now. Like when you look in yeah, the dugout, there's so many guys in there. <laughs> and Luis Rojas. Yeah. He gets an A plus for oh. how he screened back at Toronto. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Rojas on his own gets an A plus, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'll agree with own. that. Uh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> as far as before we get out of here for this part of the show, uh, your assessment of the um, of the front office. Now I don't mean to be mean when I say this, but I'm going to give them an A for DFAing Hicks because I can't believe that they like the team Hold made that decision and they pulled it off. No offense to Hicks. It's just that he need, he really needed yeah. to go. It's better for him. It's better for them. Just, yeah. So I'm giving them an A. Hicks? The Ian Hamilton signing? Yeah. For a time, the Frenchie Cordero signing? Yeah. <laughs> and 
the Cole Calhoun signing might mm-hmm. be a nice move here if the Yankees have another injury in the outfield. All right, don't put that out in the universe. <laughs> well, it's Greg Allen right now. That's true. And he, hey, you know, he came in and he's, you know, he was great he, during he's the played Cardinals. A game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's he, played. He, he came in late in that game when he was, you know, oh, I'm a Yankee again. Okay. And he had to show up yeah. and, you know, well, see, that run. is to be seen. That is yeah. still to be seen. You know, the franchise signing worked out for like a week and a half. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but he's not hurting the team. Right. No, but I feel like I feel like Greg Allen is the it's the perfect, you know, you know, you can really ask someone like Hicks to be that person because you're paying him so much money where Greg Allen, you can do that with him where you can just be like, oh, you're going to be the pinch runner until we need you. Yeah. And he's perfectly he's perfectly fine with doing that. And he's doing a good job. I mean, he was in Worcester. (laughs) So Bronx beats Worcester. Mm -hmm. No offense to Worcester. They have good food. (laughs) Uh, anyway put your grades in the comment section uh, for all these I'll leave a little template for you offense starting pitching bullpen defense Boone coaching staff and the front office Uh, and of course while you're down in the comment section leave your questions for our Friday shows we always do fan mail Friday on our Friday show so we will answer your questions on Friday show you can catch the Orioles series which starts tonight on Sirius XM at 7.05 coming up our best and worst moments of the season thus far So Rare is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 Major League Baseball teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience, collecting, buying, selling, and competing with player cards against global opponents to win epic rewards. Win or lose, you still own your cards and there's no cost to play. Game weeks happen twice weekly. They span three to four days. And at the end of each week, so rare managers who rank at or near the top of their leaderboards win a variety of rewards. It can include so rare scarcity cards, game tickets, merchandise, signed jerseys, and VIP experiences. Prizes may vary depending on the competition. So head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn, that's S-O-R-A-R-E.com, to draft your team of free player cards, set your lineup, and start competing today to win epic rewards. Again, that's SoRare.com slash LockedOn to start playing today. Hey, thanks for making Locked On Yankees your first listen. And to the everydayers out there, you guys know the drill at this point, right? On Wednesday, we're breaking down game one. We always break down whatever game was the night before, and of course, we preview the next one, and then we have a little fun in the middle, which is what we're going to do today in today's episode. And by the way, thanks for, I think we're at 2,600 now. By the way, we really exploded on Monday. We got like over, like almost 100 subs on Monday. So, hello new people here on YouTube. Uh, if you're on the audio side and you want to watch us freaks, uh, you can go ahead and, and uh, follow the episode description. The link is in there. Stacy, our best and worst moments of the season so far. Again, we are 30% of the way through. Let's start with the good and on the bad. What w- has been your best moment of the season so far? Oh, it's got to be Judge. That second home run, that second, the home run that he hit after they accused him of cheating up in Toronto that broke the maple leaf on the West jet sign. I mean, how could you get better than that? <laughs> that was, that was the moment of the season so far mm-hmm. and save the home runs last year, the home run last year in Texas, maybe one of judges best moments of his career. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Right? I would, I would definitely put it up there. Is yeah. that two? Is that number two in his career? I would think so. Cause I mean, just, 
like I said last week, he had to be so annoyed with what they said about him and just coming out there and doing it in that spot too to give them the lead. Just like, <laughs> yeah, massive, just massive in that moment. So great. Uh, and it just, oh, just hit them where it hurts, up, right? Yeah. And it shut everyone up. Yeah. I didn't want uh, recency bias to creep into here. Mm -hmm. So my best moment of the season so far, opening day. Yeah. Don't forget how good Garrett Cole was on opening day. That 11 strikeout performance that it, it was a new Yankee record, right? Yeah. And it was that, cold. You know, I was worried about that with him because he's kind of And finicky. he cut his hair. Yeah, <laughs> I was worried about that hair. too. Yeah. <laughs> that was a huge start to the year. Mm -hmm. uh, watching him carve up hitters, watching that fastball at 98-99 just blow past everybody and his breaking stuff working incredibly well that day. What a start to the season. Like yeah. that, that moment was that whole game was like everything you could ask for right mm -hmm. on opening day. Um, by the way, while you're hanging out here with us, drop your best and worst moments of the season in the uh, comment section. We, we want to hear yours. We want to hear yours. Um, Stacy, that's the good. Here's the bad. Your worst moment of the season. I would say burrito start against Minnesota where he couldn't even make it out of the first seven runs. And it just, yeah, you know, it was tough. Turned into a blowout, and then it made it so the Yankees lost their first season series against Minnesota in 20 years. And yeah. you know, I warned Yankee fans it was gonna come at some point. And I, I, I had been saying that the last almost five years that I've been doing this podcast. I'm like, it's gonna turn around at some point. They're gonna win a season series against the Yankees. It's gonna happen, and it happened. And that was just I felt so bad for him because it was, ooh. What a rough first inning for him in that game. It was just awful. We've talked about it on a few occasions about Johnny Brito Stace. Mm -hmm. What the Yankees have asked him to do this year. <laughs> I know. This dude should have been on his eighth turn leading the staff and battling for the ace position right now with Will Warren and, and Scranton, right? Yeah. Like that's what should be happening. That poor kid. I know they asked so much from him. And, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, for the most part, you know, he's done a pretty good job considering, again, what I said with Boone's grade. He didn't expect some of these guys to be yeah. here at all and to play as long as they've been playing. So, yeah. We thought him. Johnny Brito would have made three starts. Right. And he was only just sent back down a couple days ago. And he really has wasn't. He was only sent down because they needed to add Seve. <laughs> Sent down if you're Sent not down. watching. Well, on well, I bet you, I bet you, we see, I bet you, we see him against San Diego. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Johnny Brito. He's a great kid. And uh, if you had asked me in the start of April if I thought by the end of May he would no longer be considered a top prospect because he had graduated from the prop prospects, I would have been like, "What happened? <laughs> like, <laughs> who fell off?" the train like what are you talking about <laughs> uh, worst moment for me stacy and this goes back to the conversation we just had about uh the bullpen management mm -hmm. it was the domingo herman getting pulled clay holmes coming in and melting down <laughs> that was on may 1st that game was the most obvious mistake the yankees have made this season that was the most glaring in your face from the second you saw who was warming up to the second Boone walked out of the dugout, to the second Clay Holmes threw his first pitch, you went, this was a mistake. Yep. And that cost the Yankees a game. 
And I think I said that on the show after it happened, I said, we all kind of saw it coming, sadly enough. Like we knew as soon as they took her mom out, we're like, mm. yeah, like what? <laughs> this what? isn't going to be good. Why are you doing no. this? <laughs> no, we knew it was going to be bad. Yeah. And I think that's the point where if you weren't already on the fire boon train, mm. uh, that's when a lot of people were like, what are we doing? Right. Uh, it, it began to make me question a lot more. Mm. Not I, I don't I'm not on the fire boon camp uh, to be to be completely transparent. But I think that one made me go. That was come on, man. That was glaring. That was a glaring mistake. Uh, and he admitted it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you kind of kind of have to. Right? Yeah. At like, that point, no. you have to. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, well, yeah, he's grown up, man. Uh, but yeah, that one, I think, was a big game for Domingo to solidify where he was at in this rotation things have happened to domingo since then uh as we <laughs> see in like six days buddy yeah uh, anyway drop again your best and worst moments in the comic section here and again while you're there you can drop questions for fan mail friday as always we answer your questions on our friday show hey the series against baltimore starts tonight you can catch that game with john and susan on sirius xm you may even hear our voices during the ad breaks on there that game starts at 705 coming up next we're going to preview that series with baltimore Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. Steve's been using it this season, and he loves it. And if it's good enough for him, it's good enough for you. They have killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, so you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Game Time also has flash deals and last-minute tickets. It's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, and they even give you images of your seats so you know what you'll be seeing. With their lowest price guarantee and even event cancellation protection game time is the best place to buy tickets in just a matter of seconds two taps in your set snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account and use code locked on mlb for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again that's code locked on mlb for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on Locked On Yankees, your first listen every day. Thank you guys so much. Hot, cold, and heating up, Stacy. We got a brand new series. Let's start with the obvious. Two weeks running, the undisputed, <laughs> undeniable champion of the world. Who is hot? That would be Aaron James Judge, as Michael K would probably say, because he likes adding people's middle names. He has an OPS oh, yeah. of 1402. Since returning from the IL, <laughs> do you know? Does do do you guys know out there how ludicrous a fourteen oh two OPS is? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's not like the smallest amount of games at this point. Like it's two weeks. Yeah, it's a it's a good enough sample size to think, wow, he's kind of on a mission here, and maybe he just needed to rest. <laughs> yeah. On the flip side, Stacy, who's cold? That would be DJ Lemayhew. Now, I will give him props. He made a really good play in Sunday's game against the Reds, and he's been looking pretty good when he plays third base. But offensively, the last 10 games, 12 strikeouts, only one extra base hit. It was a double. He needs to get things going. Yeah, because when does. DJ's on, that really helps the lineup. Yeah. I think you've been able to hide it more because Judge and Rizzo are doing what Judge and Rizzo do. Mm -hmm. So you're able to hide DJ. Uh, when Judge was out, 
and Bader was out, right? With Bader being back too. He's not, he's definitely not as scorching as he was last week. Uh, but yeah, you can kind of hide that a little better when you have those other guys in the lineup. Yeah. Uh, Stacy, who's heating up? That would be Glaber Torres. He has hits in his, in six of his last eight games, only one strikeout in his last four games. And, you know, they're playing Baltimore and his career batting average against Baltimore is 314, which, yeah. as we said before we started recording, or I said, I joked about how 2019 kind of bumped that up a bit because he went ham against Baltimore in 2019. Him and Judge do really well against Baltimore, actually. Yeah, I think Glaber is one of the guys I'm looking out for this week. I think there's going to be obviously some newer pitchers he hasn't faced before because mm-hmm. the uh, Orioles are so young this year and Kyle yeah. British is going to be the first guy. So uh, we'll talk about him in just a second, but uh, yeah, amongst teams that he's played 20 games against second highest career average against Baltimore. The highest is the Chicago white Sox. This is the best slash line he's had against. He hasn't against any AL East opponent. So yeah. this is who he feasts on and mm-hmm. uh, I'm keeping my eye. That's what heating up is for. Right. Because who do you need to keep your eye on here to get hot? Uh, you're on the bubble. Can you can you pop it? We'll see. Bonus heating up, Stacy. This one's for me. We mentioned it earlier. Clay Holmes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's done. Uh, I don't think he's won the closer role out of this or anything like that. No. Nine and a third scoreless consecutive innings. Thirteen strikeouts and three walks since the Herman game. Yeah, he's been doing really well. I don't yeah. cr- I don't cringe when he comes in, which is good. Because that was, uh, that was rock bottom for him. Yeah, it feels like I feel like that then, was too. Yeah, just keep your eye on Clay Holmes. Just keep your eye on Clay Holmes. Again, I don't think he's won the closer role out of it. No, but if a good Clay Holmes really helps this team tremendously without Ian Hamilton right now. Yeah, you know things we thought we'd be saying on April first. <laughs> <laughs> April first, who's Ian Hamilton? Who's yeah? Wait, literally, we're going. Wait, what? Who? <laughs> I missed that signing. Uh, <laughs> Hey, if you made it this far into the video, we haven't done this in like a week. Mm-hmm. Comment the word Zelda in honor of Tears of the Kingdom just coming out a couple of days ago. I guess that was like a week ago now. Yeah, like, it's been out a while. I, I only while. know Legend of Zelda because I'm old and I played it on Super Nintendo. But yeah. man, did I play that game for hours and hours and hours and hours in the 80s. So <laughs> let me just say. <laughs> so there you go. If you're on our YouTube side, comment the word Zelda. I like picking these really weird ones because like when we did purple, yeah. I was like, I just want, I, I just imagine somebody at home scrolling down and going, what? why is everybody saying purple? Uh, so that's what that's for. Comment the word Zelda. Uh, okay. Pitching matchups for the series. Tuesday, Kyle Bradish versus Garrett Cole. Stace, what are you expecting out of Garrett Cole considering his last outing? No, I'm, I'm, I'm expecting an improvement. I'm hoping for an improvement. I feel like he's on the upswing. Um, yeah. You know, Baltimore is a tough team. They're right yeah. behind Tampa. You know, I mean, the AL East is getting squishier there in the standings, you know, uh, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, because the Rays are not playing at the clip that they were in the beginning of the year. The Orioles are playing at a clip that no one expected them to play. They're only two, two and a half behind Tampa right now. So, yeah. or at the time of the recording. So they're just unbelievable this year. And they actually really scare me. I'm scared going into this series, by the way. Yeah, and three I, games I set. And I haven't felt that way about Baltimore in a while. Yeah, it's been it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. Um Kyle Bradish, heavy fastball slider combo, uh, throws that slider uh away a mm-hmm. lot to lefties and righties. So he'll try and backdoor it on lefties and, and away on righties. So keep your eye out for that slider, especially deeper in counts. He's not afraid to go to it. Uh, and he induces a lot of ground balls. Mm-hmm. So 
Keep your eye out for that here on Tuesday night. Game two, Wednesday night, 7 p.m. game. Nestor faces Tyler Wells. How are you feeling about Nestor lately? I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better about Nestor. Um, you know, he's had success against Baltimore, but again, this is a slightly different team. They have, you know, really good rookies on the team who are like hitting like crazy. And, um, you know, they're just a really young, exciting team. And if they weren't in the AL East, I'd probably be pulling for them. <laughs> sure. No, I mean, they're a very exciting team. Yeah. A beautiful but... ballpark and a great legacy. Like, it's a it's a great franchise. Yeah. Well, yeah, well again. Some stuff right now. <laughs> but, yeah. Let's slow down. Overall. Here. Yeah. Overall. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. The ownership, mm, but yeah. everything else about it. Like, yeah, I feel like that fan base deserves better than what the ownership yeah. is giving them. And I feel like this team is not what ownership expected yet. And they're getting rewarded a little too soon. So um, I'm just expecting, you know, Nestor to be on the upswing like Cole. Because, you know, I feel like they they kind of hit a valley, both of them. And yeah, and I feel like they're coming out of it. And hopefully both of them will against Baltimore. Kyle Gibson and Clark Schmidt on Thursday. Is, Is this still the same with you? Just five innings, please, Clark. Yeah, please. Just make it to five. Just make it to five. If you're in, I'll be so happy if you make it through five innings. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, I think we kind of do this unintentionally, Stacey, the picking the best matchup of the series. Mm. It's obviously Tuesday night, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Bradish and Cole. I watched Kyle Bradish last season. He's he's legit. He's legit. Uh, He was legit with Norfolk, and uh, he's been great this season, especially his last two outings. He's coming in hot, so keep your eye out for Kyle Bradish. We'll see. Uh, he does induce some decent hard contact, though, which yeah. is probably the major knock to him. So we'll see if uh, if that helps out Aaron Judge tonight. I feel like Judge versus Bradish is going to be a nice little matchup in Judge's favor. So we'll see that. Um, hey, thanks for checking us out today. Leave your questions for us on the comment section here for our YouTube channel. Again, if you're on the audio side, the YouTube link is in the show notes. Just open your phone. You know where to find it. Uh, you can leave your questions for Friday's show. You can catch the whole Orioles series starting tonight at 7.05 on Sirius XM. Coming up on tomorrow's show, as we mentioned, we're going to break down game one and see how we feel about this British versus Colts. Kind of uh, the seasoned vet versus the new kid on the block in the ALE. So that's going to be a fun one to watch here tonight. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Yankees. I'm Steve Granado. And I'm Stacey Gotsoulias. We'll see you tomorrow.